Hello, everybody. So we're doing this show today a little bit, um, doing a little bit differently than most. I, I love doing these versus ones, though, where we're versing, where we're taking one thing and comparing it to another and seeing which one's better. Hashing out a couple of ideas. Um, as they always say, comparison is the basis of understanding sometimes. Comparing and contrasting two ideas or two concepts. So the whole goal is for me to contrast between two of these ideas um they're both index funds but i want to discuss the differences in the similarities and the advantages of one or the other or both i'm a big both guy i prefer to have both the stock market index funds and real estate index funds as well so i'm maximally exposed to both each of those sectors if you diversify in both sectors so if i diversify in the stock market and i diversify in the real estate market i'm able to stay virtually i wouldn't say completely protected during a crash but it'll still leave me the opportunity to buy more when the market does crash so there's advantages all over the place in these sorts of situations so what I'm trying to get at is my favorite ones are definitely the stock market index funds. That's for sure. I definitely lean towards those, but I'm also not naive. I know a market crash can happen at any time. That's why I keep a lot of cash reserved on hand. But I also think it's very important to get index funds related to real estate. Now, look at real estate's important. And you want as much exposure to real estate as possible because it, it commercial real estate, um, storage real estate, um, residential real estate, you want to gain as much exposure to all of it as you can. And having a diversified portfolio of, of, of real estate investment trusts is a huge deal. So I typically like to recommend to people to use the Vanguard uh, real estate index fund they have. Um, I don't know what the ticker symbol is offhand. I'll have to double check. But yeah, if I'm going to recommend any sort of real estate for anybody, it is, I mean, when it comes to real estate index funds, we're going to definitely go with uh, real estate Vanguard because they have a good one. Um, Vanguard. Uh... See, I'm looking for there's a specific one that they have on brokerage ones. It's like an ETF. Ah, they're ETF. Here we go. Investor.vanguard.com slash ETF slash firm. So their ticker symbol is VNQ. It's like V is in Victor, N is in November, Q is in Queen. Uh, Vanguard Real Estate ETF what it's called and uh let's see uh, still looking at this real quick right Okay, I still, I tell everybody in your brokerage account, first off, brokerage, there's no commission fees anymore if you go through like TD Ameritrade, Robinhood, uh, Webull, stuff like that. 
So you don't have to worry about those commission fees. You could still even get fractional shares, which is even crazier of this one. But yeah, BNQ. That is actually one I've exposed myself to. I always forget the ticker symbol, though, and I always forget the name of it. I just know it's a Vanguard product, Vanguard Real Estate Index Fund. Um, in general, I always recommend the Vanguard Index Funds for just about everything. Um, they're probably the most, they are the most trusted in the industry, and uh, they give you exposure to so much. It's wild how much exposure you can get just by being exposed to those so it, 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 it's it's quite incredible really but i'm a huge fan of, of vanguard and uh, i don't know what other real estate um index funds there are there's tons of reads though you don't necessarily have to go with index funds but it's the safest way if you're going to play with reits the real estate investment trust you want to have as many reits in your portfolio as possible so using an index fund gives you that opportunity to expose yourself to a lot without having to pay a lot. And you could buy more on any dips. So if there's a housing market crash, you could buy more of these real estate um, index funds, which will allow you to get great deals and allow you to reap the benefits on a growing, ever-growing um, real estate market. And stock market, though, I mean, look, at I'm pretty much a stock market guy through and through. I don't like owning real estate because I feel like there's too many liabilities for me personally. So I feel it's just easier to rent. Uh, I've always had so many assets that give me money out stocks, real estate ETFs, um, me betting against the market using leveraged um, ETFs have been have been an unreal uh, thing for me. <laughs> it's really cool. Um, Embedding against those leverage ETFs helped quite a bit. The point is, though, you want to try to gain as much exposure to different types of sectors as you can. The more sectors you get a hold of, the more opportunity. I mean, if you diversify in multiple types of markets, real estate, the bond market, the stock market, let's see. I'm probably sure I'm forgetting a couple of markets. You could even try gold, silver, get those precious metals in there, you know, try to get exposed to gold and silver. I mean, those are going to be around for a while, and they're still going to be pretty high demand, from what I know, for those two products. Um, but yeah, collecting commodities is really great. Um, trying to think. I mean, honestly, with the way gasoline prices are going up, you might as well hoard barrels of oil. So it's, it's wild, but yeah. Um, The times they are a change, but um, yeah, exposing yourself to all sorts of different uh, entities, different markets basically through index funds is actually the best way to go. That's my opinion, though. It's, look at none of this is professional advice. I may be good at what I do, but I'm not technically labeled a professional, nor do I really want to be. I'm a professional, I'm professional, but um. Uh, if I were to give you guys more clues and more insight uh, into this market, into multiple markets, it's try to gain, really just try to gain as much exposure as you can. Um, the, the two markets that I gain the most exposure to, though, are legitimately the real estate market and the stock market. That is it. Um, and it's as simple as that. Um, 
one thing I like about real estate investment trusts is they give you the opportunity to own real estate without without the burden of actually having to maintain said real estate. So that's why I'm a big fan of these real estate and index funds, especially when I know the people managing these portfolios are probably the most reputable ones in the game. And a Vanguard, always down for a Vanguard index fund. Oh, please last here. But it's an exciting time, I think, to be an investor. I think it's an exciting time to get into the market, to sift through what products are available. I mean, play around with those different ETFs. You, you can't really lose much by, by fooling around with some of these ETFs. They're really cool. I'm, lo I'm loving doing, I love doing this versus series, by the way, where I'm comparing two different things and trying to figure out and hash out which one's the best. Um, but look at with real estate, here's why you need to get exposed to real estate. One housing, even if there is a crash, it'll eventually go back up. It'll take time, but it'll eventually go back up. But it's great because if you get into the real estate market during a crash, even if it's just getting a whole bunch of REITs, you will reap the benefit. Look at when you're exposed to different real estate, like, when you diversify your real estate portfolio, your commercial is commercial real estate, basically, you don't even have to think about it, which is why I love Vanguard. They know how to run their fucking shit. Like, and I've studied their portfolios and they are grade A brilliant, um, whether it's stock portfolio, whether it's their well, S&P 500 ones are easy to manage. That's fine. But there are other ETFs they do. There are other ETF, by the way, stands for exchange traded fund. Um, but there are other things they do that really can help the investor out. Um, but yeah, just being exposed to different things. I really do want to recommend to everybody to, to, to in some way get exposed to all the bonds, the entirety of the bond market. And like I said, you can do this through Vanguard as well. They have a total bond market. Well, I think they do actually. Hold on. I haven't checked in a while. That was one I didn't think about. They have exposure to the bond market let's see uh, let's see and I, I, I never got this is embarrassing vanguard total bond market yes they do i thought they did duh i just kind of forgot mm -hmm, mm -hmm. ah here we go the total bond market etf bnd and kind of curious what their prices are right now for it um 80 yeah 86 dollars 36 cents um the only problem i have with this one is it it, it, it uh Provides broad exposure to the taxable investment grade U.S. dollar dominated bond market, excluding though it excludes the inflation protected and tax exempt bonds. That sucks. So it helps to be exposed to it, but at the same time, since inflation's running amok, it may not even be a good idea to be exposed to bonds at all. But I could be wrong. You may want some exposure, even if it's minimal. Um, being exposed to bonds in some way, shape, or form can really have some benefits 
just to give you guys a heads up. So consider getting exposed to the bond market, to the entire U.S. bond market. But these are exciting times. I think we've been we've been bet we've been bit by a pessimistic bug, even including myself. Um, and I think. We all kind of need to look in the mirror. I really need to look in the mirror and just kind of understand that, sure, there's going to be a market crash. I don't think it's the end of the world either. You know, uh, it's probably going to be a big one because we're we've been in a bubble for a long time. The only time, the only way this market crash doesn't happen is if the Fed bails out, which they always seem to do. By the way, if the Fed bails out, um. The, uh, what do you call it? Oh, the stock market by just buying a whole bunch of junk stock, essentially. Uh, basically, just really crappy companies that just don't matter in the long run. Um, stuff like that. Yeah. So. We live in some interesting times. Um, do I think... Do you think do I think the times are coming to an end? Nah, I don't think so. I think things are getting better more than they're getting worse. I think there there's a lot of pessimism out there just about everything. And that's something I don't get. I don't understand the level of pessimism, you know, but teach their own. You know, if people want to be pessimistic, that is their choice. It's a bad choice and it really is. It just doesn't produce any good results. But if you do want to be optimistic about the future, there's a lot of good out there. Hell, I went to the beach for the first time in a while, and I realized just how beautiful the world is. You know, it just took me a second, because I've been so caught up in the game, working all the time, doing this show, and I'm, I'm thinking about going there tomorrow in the morning, just relaxing again, and just drinking my yerba mate, and being a hipster. <laughs> um, but yeah... What I'm trying to get at is it's good to be exposed to all these things. It's good to weatherproof your portfolio, but also remember the whole goal of this is to is to eventually gain financial freedom. What you do want growth you do want growth stocks, which an S and P 500 index fund is is growth enough. Um, but if you do want to take risks, you can. That's why sometimes getting into the Russell 2000, for instance, uh, in the stock market is a good thing. Um, a little bit of a risk though. I don't always recommend the Russell 2000. Um, but the whole thing for me is I want to help all you guys. I want to help you guys a lot. And, and that's why I'm so, that's why I try to encourage you guys to the maximum extent I can, uh, just to get you guys investing at a high level, very smart level, you know? And I think exposing yourselves to multiple markets and diversifying yourself to the total of those markets, to the entirety, can help weatherproof your portfolio in more ways than you can ever imagine. And as long as you are willing to stay patient and buy and hold these different index funds in your brokerage account, you'll be a-okay. Things will go, I mean, that's really it. I mean, look, there's no guarantees in this life. I'll tell you that right now. But I will say, that you have a better, it's better than saving money. And I'll tell you what, saving money is the stupidest, and I mean the dumbest thing you can do. In fact, 
I'm going to do an entire lecture here in a few moments in another video um, on why saving money is the worst thing that you can do when, we, when, when, when the big government continues to print it. And I think I'll even read an article just so I can help you guys reinforce it because I do find some articles explain these concepts better than I do. I get really emotional. So. Uh, but I do have the right idea. I want to thank you guys for taking the time to listen to this specific, well, listen to the audio on anchor.fm slash Michael Garza, but I appreciate you guys listening to, on YouTube, to this on YouTube as well. Um, but it's fun to do this. It's fun to teach. It's fun to help. Really, I don't see myself as a teacher. I see myself as a coach. I see myself as somebody who, I don't motivate people. That's just something I don't do. I don't believe that anybody really needs motivation. I think motivation is very overrated. I think, um, I think prioritization is really important. I think big time thinking is important. Thinking big is important. Um, and I mean really big. So anyway, I will see you guys in the next video. Thank you guys once again. Have sex with the like button or have sex with the dislike button. I don't give a shit.